so people have uh, to learn how to enjoy the simple things and to make also happiness out of it, like going for a walk somewhere, exploring your own country if you cannot go abroad, spending time with family or maybe even finding some um, people um, close to you that are not very far away. Um, so I think that's, uh, that's the advice. Start enjoying simple things in life. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 200 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC Church to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join this Telegram channel. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Valeria Radchenko. Valeria is a FLEX alumna 2019 
currently studying international relations and social communications at Boris Krishchenko Kiev University. For one and a half years, she has been a part of the international organization ISAC, which gave her an opportunity to boost her leadership potential by working in sales and event management. Currently, she is preparing for her internship abroad, which will help her create and develop ideas for her own projects. She is also active on her Instagram blog, where she likes to bring up topics like sports, mental health, self-love, and motivation. She loves sharing these topics with other people. Valeria, how are you today? Thank you very much for the invitation one more time, and I'm really excited to start the conversation. Me too. And I want to move it in a really emotional direction. So you, Valeria, when you wish to really feel alive, to get away and escape all troubles and forget any negative thoughts and just to feel life and excitement, what do you like to do? Thank you for the question. Uh, well, for me, it's really important not to escape from problems. So even if I'm struggling with something or having some rough time, I would really love to share it with the people around or to feel the support from other people. So I would rather maybe uh, travel somewhere because it's a really great opportunity to spare your mind and to think about something, something positive. And of course, uh, with other people, sure. With other people and support. Tell me about that. What is the importance of people in your life? I think that people are the inevitable part of our lives because it's all about communication all the time. We go to kindergarten, we go to school, we learn how to communicate and interact with people. And uh, human's life is, is impossible without talking, without sharing emotions, without feeling things. And that's why human interaction is important just to understand how the, work, how the world works. Tell me more about that because I'm hearing multiple things. I'm hearing first that it's a very important part of life. Second, that there is the support from others and sharing of emotions, as well as understanding how the world works, which is really practical. So which one is most important to you and how do you see it? Like the world to you, is it about teamwork to achieve something and that's really the primary drive to be surrounded by people or simply the support and that fabric of emotions Mm -hmm. um, I think it's mostly, of course, about teamwork because everywhere we go, we have people around. Um, and sometimes it's uh, maybe impossible or hard to deal with something on your own. So I think that people's interaction and teamwork is always has a place to be and exist in our world. How did you discover that? Did you have any time in childhood that has shown you or experiences that have shown you that, wow, alone, I cannot achieve half as much as I can when in a team? Um, I think I discovered this to myself, uh, well, first of all, when I was a, a Flex alumna, when I had my 
a year abroad, because when you come to the USA for the first time, everything is new and you have to understand how the world works on the other side of the ocean. Uh, so that's when you start talking to people, understanding your family, maybe becoming a part of new culture. Um, also, I had such kind of experience while uh, volunteering at ISEC. Um, I had my own team and of course I had to explain them the goal uh, that we set, some results that we have to achieve and without team support and understanding uh, of each other, it wouldn't be possible. Thank you. And tell me about sports. How big of a part does sports as an activity play in your life? Mm -hmm. So my mom is a fitness trainer. Uh, so I think for about 10 or even more years, she's been crazy about, you know, like uh, sport and having your body healthy and just uh, being healthy mentally. Um, I think it wasn't really important to me up to the point when I actually started like feeling bad or understanding that I have that I need more um, active lifestyle because sport is not only about looking good. It's just feeling emotionally better when you know that you're strong, not only physically, but it also uh, has a place in in other in other spheres of your life in education in uh, also communication and achieving your results so for me it's not really important i uh, run at least three times a week and i also do some fitness some training sometimes maybe together with my mom or with my friends i like that because i'm noticing people within sports so it's more like a team or a way to share emotions together so if I understood you correctly, if you're with friends running or doing um, fitness activities with your mom, etc., it's in a way the activity that allows you to spend time together to create more intimacy and a deeper bond. Did I understand correctly? Uh, that's also true. Of course, it's about just feeling better myself, understanding that I can be strong, uh, that I can do more, that I can just feel better and be healthy. And the second one is, of course, spending time with people. Why not? That's also a pretty good way. Explain to me what you mean with getting stronger, other than physically, but like why is that important to you? What does it add to your life? Mm -hmm. um, I think uh, sport, well, right, you said it's um, about physical strength, but also, for example, when you wake up in the morning and you um, give yourself a push to wake up, it brings your, it boosts your motivation maybe to wake up and do some other things like working on your own projects or maybe doing something else. So that's not only about like making yourself believe in that you're strong uh, in a physical way, but also that you're strong as a person and you can uh, motivate yourself. Uh, you can maybe become better at something. It's about motivation, I believe. And for me, it's really important uh, while working on projects because I like volunteering, uh, taking responsibility and so on thank you and which one is more important like for which kind of person to be a leader within teams and lead them is that motivation important or for everyone whether support or member or any kind of volunteer that ability to benefit from sports is necessary um, I think it's, of course, um, about leadership, because as I said, you boost your motivation and you understand like why you need to do this, why you need to wake up, why you need to push yourself, maybe even sometimes. Um, and uh, uh, yes, also about uh, teamwork, but it's very individual to every person. Do you believe you have leadership qualities? 
I do believe that I have leadership qualities because it reflects on what I do. I've been the coordinator of the freshmen in the university and we created like the final project together. Um, I also really adore the goals that we set in ISET because they are very um, global and very deep and reflect in the um, activities of a lot of countries. Uh, so I think leadership is very important to me because I would like to dedicate my uh, profession in future with it. I'm studying international relations and I'm really interested in opening something of my own, like having a business. So it's really about leadership, about leading people, about being the example and also, well, just a team player. Team player, leading people, being an example, but on a simpler way, if someone doesn't understand what leadership means for you valeria in your own definition what does it mean to be a leader and what is leadership for me leadership is about understanding first of all what are your values because the leader is the one who understands what he wants and why he wants it what are the goals he wants to bring into society and how he wants to maybe change the world or change the people around so it's a person who tries to understand what are uh, their values, what are their interests, and in this way, try to help other people. So it, a leader is a person who um, understands or maybe knows um, how to make uh, the world uh, a better place. So leadership is about changing what is in order to make the world a better place. Did I understand correctly? Yes, right. And therefore, are you someone who has a kind of thought and brain that you notice what is wrong in any situation and you want to change it to make it better? Or is that mostly on a bigger scale about life and injustice and the world? I mean, when you go to any place, even a restaurant, do you think, oh, if they change this or that, it would be even better service, etc., or only in bigger projects? Um, I think it reflects in my own interest, of course, uh, because if you want to change something, you well, you have to take responsibility for it. And if you don't know enough about it, well, probably that's not going to be a really great chance for you to maybe stick your nose in it and whatever. Um, so for me, it's actually um, caring about something that you that you know about, some topics that you might have knowledge about or some experience in, and you know what steps maybe should be taken to improve the situation. Yeah. Thank you. And you spoke about traveling somewhere. Is travel an important part of your life? Yes, traveling is definitely an important part because I'm the person who doesn't like to be stuck in one place. And sometimes it's really difficult for me to concentrate because I need to change the location around me. Uh, that's why right now, even if we have a COVID everywhere, I'm trying to um, travel around Ukraine. I've just been to Odessa and I really want to go to Carpathians. It's really a better way to maybe challenge yourself to see the places that you've never been in and to um, reflect, to reflect a little bit, maybe to bring up some new ideas or to open up to yourself from a different perspective. Yes, to open up to yourself from a different perspective. And more, are you someone 
who is affected by the environment and the energy of it where you're around or you're more in your thoughts so it's about what you think and feel and believe that affects your motivation and feelings more than the environment Mm -hmm. you know i have the rule in my life that all of the situations that we have they actually don't have any mood it's you decide whether it's good or bad whether you have to be depressed or not whether you have to take an action or just stay and do nothing um so of course sometimes i am affected about what is going on with me but i'm always trying to have a positive attitude because without it you're probably not gonna well reach and stay healthy mentally Tell me about mental health and what do you think is the situation in Kyiv and in Ukraine according to your own observations? Um, I believe that mental health is playing a really important role nowadays because, well, earlier people just uh, cared mostly about, you know, um, taking care of their families, about working. And now as we have a lot of social media going on, a lot, a lot of manipulation, a lot of propaganda and just the fast moving world, uh, people started caring about themselves, about how they treat themselves, about what um, what comes to their mind and what doesn't come. So I believe that now it's, um, it's way more important for people. People start caring about it. And if to talk about youth, um, it's also important because uh, there are a lot of kids, a lot of teenagers who struggle from depression or maybe some other problems, a lot of adults who actually um, face it. So I think that now it's way more important than it used to be in the past. Yes, 100%. And you spoke about being inspired with ideas for your own projects. Do you mean businesses and entrepreneurship? or more social projects and volunteer projects? Mm -hmm. uh, right now, I'm really into a lot of social projects, so something that has um, a particular purpose for a society. But in the future, I believe that would uh, lead me to have some kind of my own business firm. But for that, I think I uh, will need to get some more professional experience and that's why i'm going to the um to have an internship uh, abroad well actually in a week so i hope that that's going to help me in um, producing some kind something like this thank you and what do you believe could be the difference in characteristics between a successful leader of social projects and a business leader um, I believe it's all about purpose because uh, social activities and uh, business, they bring up different topics and maybe different uh, values. Uh, if uh, social activism is about some, uh, maybe it's about people, about uh, society in general, some uh, uh, problems in society, while business, it's maybe creating some kind of your own product or your own service and then making people's life better because of because of they use it so it's all it's all about purposes yes and since you mentioned purpose do you believe in like destiny and things like that or do you mean practical pragmatic purpose uh, maybe it's about different skills. Some business people, they should be better in sometimes negotiating a lot. And some social activists, they are supposed to be maybe, well, friendly and to understand people and to uh, maybe behave in a special way. So it's also about attitudes, about different skills and so on. Thank you. So what describes you as a person? If I could summarize some things that I notice is you value people, especially when you work together towards a purpose. It's important for you 
to impact society. Communication is important for you. Sports are important for you. Experiences and going to another place to think and reflect and get ideas, as well as in the future becoming a businesswoman. Is there another part, maybe artistic side to your personality or something that you don't share often? Um, if to talk about some artistic side, I do like uh, writing poems. I've started writing maybe about eight years ago, I think. Um, and starting from that moment, I understood that I can express also myself or something that I care about, something that I see a problem in through poetry and then uh, share it with other people, which also brings a lot of feedback. How do you get inspired with something that you know deserves a poem? I think it should be something that I'm, I really care about or something that is stuck in my mind for a long time and I really need to reflect it on paper so that I can maybe feel a bit better or maybe feel that I, okay, now I understand that the, po the poetry is done and that it's on the paper, that I maybe said everything that I wanted to. Um, so yeah, it should reflect my interest, my uh, maybe the problems that I'm dealing with or something that I care about, something that I see in the society uh, so that it can get a feedback from other people and other people can understand that they're not alone. Yes, other people can understand they're not alone. And for you, how do you build or construct or create a poem? Is it inspiration and words just flow through you? Or do you use some technical things or do you begin with like some words that come to your mind, keep on repeating and you put them and you build from them? Or what is your process from idea to getting that part that puts it into the melodic form of a poem? You know, there's actually no uh, technique or any method that I use. It's just like you said, the words flow out of my brain somehow. And of course, I really like to make a rhythm, a rhyme of course. Uh, so it should be melodical. Um, it should reflect something that I think. And in the majority of cases, I like to do it through, not through the literal sense, but maybe through some associations and some artistic side of it. And what's different about that experience compared to other experiences in your life? When you are being the Valeria, who is free associating and creating rhythm through words, What's different about who you are then compared to you playing sports or being a leader in a social project? Um, I think it's just me. I do not change. It's just the different side of my personality. Um, just in sports, in uh, some volunteering projects and in poetry, I still reflect something that I care about. I care about sport. I care about mental health, about social issues. And I do care about uh, some um, artistic development of mine because it helps me to uh, think about something important, maybe to get rid of some um, thoughts that I um, want to reflect on paper. So it still stay, says me, but in poetry, I would say I'm more calm, organized, disciplined, and open, open to say everything that I want to say. Calm, disciplined, open to say everything that you want. And in sports, is there an activity that really puts you into flow where you lose track of time and you're fully present and almost an artist and a poet with your body and with uh, 
movements and exercises and sportsmanship? <laughs> Very interesting question, actually. Um, I think I can name uh, jogging because um, that's the moment when I am absolutely um, aware of what I'm doing. Um, it's about the moment when I put the um, earphones uh, in my ears and just concentrate on, um, you know, understanding like where I go, what I want to do. Um, and that's that's the moment when I can lose track of time because then I understand that, oh, I should probably get back home or I've been running too much or I forgot where I put my stuff. So that that's that's the one. So when you lose track of time when you're jogging, how is that spiritual or recharging or a, an experience that is really unique? Um, I think it's unique from the perspective that I um, understand why I'm doing it. And that's the moment when I actually enjoy it. Because you, um, when people do something and they don't understand why, they get stuck in it. They uh, might face depression afterwards because they understand they don't understand the purpose. They don't understand uh, what, what they are spending their time on. And here I understand that I want to stay stronger. Um, I want to run um, literally and uh, just creatively in my life. Um, so that I think that's that's the reason reason tell me how you run creatively in your life well also very interesting question um i would say that my creativity reflects on the projects that i do a project that i take responsibility for for example i can name the world's largest lesson which was the latest uh, well big project that we organized in isaac together with my team um that's the project where people um young people could uh, share some experience and importance of ecological problems that we are dealing in uh, right now and what are the possible ways to um, eliminate them in the world. Um, and I've created an idea of starting the uh, telegram boat for the whole Ukraine and then the people for the whole Ukraine were using it to uh, take a chance to participate in the selection process. Uh, so this creativity helped me to uh, design the telegram bots in a really uh, creative way just to um, just to make people uh, make people understand that you um, can make the whole process interesting and not boring. Interesting and not boring. Is that something also that you ad adopt in your life to have things always being interesting and not boring? Of course, that's absolutely true. Uh, because as I've said earlier, I'm the person who cannot stay in one place for a long time. And that's uh, when it comes to some interesting activities, some challenges, trying something new, uh, boosting my maybe some of the skills that I'm not even aware about. Um, so um, yes, life should be interesting. Life should be full of colors. Life should be bright. Um, so that's why I believe people should put them into conditions where they can open from a new perspective, where they can challenge themselves and do something interesting. Because at the end of your life, everything that you remember are some something something great that you've done. And how do you combine that with the need for discipline and consistency? Because when it comes to it, even in sports or in poetry or whatever, to build that skill, you need years of exercises that become boring and repetitive over time. And if you try to make it exciting, you're like changing the thing that is the foundation for your practice. And if you change it too much, you never build habits. 
and therefore you never be reach your potential. So how do you juggle and balance your need for excitement as well as the boring routine that leads to results over years? Yes, that's a very um, important question. I've been thinking actually about it a lot, so thank you. Um, of course, discipline is important, and for every person, every person uh, in the world has to face some kind of routine. We all like have to go to school. We all have to take some responsibilities that uh, um, shouldn't just be replaced, right? Um, and that's when you have to understand what are your interests, and from your interests come everything that you do in life. Sport, it cannot be just boring sport when you come to gym and you're waiting for the moment when you get out of there. You can do something that is pleasant for you in an interesting way, something that other people don't do. Maybe like, I don't know, not to just simply go into the gym, but swimming, maybe, I don't know, uh, dancing, some uh, you know, exciting type or exotic type of dance. Um, also, some other hobbies that you like. So it's, it's possible to build a routine, but of something that you enjoy doing. Thank you. And I feel you're an emotional kind of person, especially that you care and value highly your connection with people, communication. And now you speak about not getting bored, keeping things exciting and discovering skills maybe you didn't even have that you can develop. So are you emotional? I don't mean that you're like crying all the time and yelling, <laughs> but that emotions are deep in you and you're like about emotions and feed from them. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm really emotional person because sometimes um, I do not maybe feel very open in sharing everything that comes to my mind. Sometimes I'd like to wait and then share something with people when I feel the right moment. Sometimes uh, there's the, it's better to keep something to yourself and then to uh, make some maybe consequences out of uh, out of it and some results. Um, but of course, yes, I am emotional. Like I would say, every person, just uh, more or less. Um, yes, I, I'm the person who likes to feel excitement, who likes to feel different emotions, because that's how we live. And if the life is boring, as I said already, it's because you don't, uh, you have the lack, lack of emotions. And you, that's where you start thinking about the moment when you have to change something in your life. Yes. So it's like Steve Jobs and his speech, I think is a Stanford speech where he right. said, yeah, that's what you said right now. And I had multiple guests here, especially girls who say, yes, we're emotional, but maybe it's a Ukrainian thing where when they're not with their best friends, their face is really serious poker face. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people will look at them, whether in the U.S. or in Ukraine even, and say, why is that girl so angry, but she can be happy inside? Is that your situation too? Yes, that's totally my situation because um, I just remember the situation when I was in the USA and my host family thought exactly this way about me. Uh, they were like, oh, probably she's in a really gloomy mood. She's very serious. She doesn't know how to smile and so on. But then I had to explain that we don't actually like show a lot of emotions like Americans do because they are always very open, friendly at stores, restaurants and so on, very cheerful uh, leading and so on uh yes but ukrainians they they are friendly but they usually maybe don't open up very fast to people and specifically about you is it that you feel the emotions with new people the same 
or you don't even allow yourself to feel those emotions that make you emotional until you meet someone and you know them three, four, five times. Um, I would say that every time I meet new people, of course, I feel some emotions. Um, and uh, I would say that it's impossible just to maybe get on well with everybody. Um, in any way, you're going to have your maybe close uh, circle um, of friends or somebody that you like, somebody that you feel comfortable talking to. Um, so I'm trying to be friendly to everybody because it's important and everybody deserve, deserves uh, respect and understanding from other people. Uh, but of course, with time, it all comes to creating my own you know, environment around and people who I have common things with yes and what i mean is if you meet someone new and you like them and they're your person but your face is very serious it doesn't mean that you're <laughs> being very serious it's just you can feel like wow i like this person they're wonderful but you're like uh, mommy on the face and that is the way or you don't really know until three four five times um, you know, after US, I'm trying to change my <laughs> sad face. And actually, when the new person comes to me and I like them, of course, I try to smile. I try to be open and friendly. It's just that uh, I'm friendly all the time and I try to smile more. Yes, it's just that I um, can be more open to those people who I already know for a specific amount of time and try to understand uh, the people who I've just met. Yes. And tell me about your social projects, whether in, you're involved with or things that socially you believe should be changed. And in a way, it's your purpose to affect them that will satisfy you if they improve and get moving. Um, uh, you mean something that I would really like to change in the society, is that correct? Yes, and as well as ecologically, etc. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that what I'm trying to bring up through my blog right now is about uh, um, understanding who you are and accepting yourself in different ways uh, through, through sports, through doing some physical activities, through um, describing the topic of body in general. I try to explain to people that it's okay uh, to be different it's and it's uh, normal. It should be a normal thing for people to love themselves regarding of how they look. Some people might have bigger eyes, some people might have bigger noses or something like this, but you're still charming in, in any way. And if there is something that you don't like in yourself, well, you should work on it. Maybe you should find some ways to, to become better. Uh, but in any way, you always have to have respect and love for yourself. So that's maybe some social problem that I see in the society and I try to solve. In terms of ecology, um, I think that... Uh, One um, second, about this, like, accepting the person the way they look and their body, etc. Is it something you personally as well had to uh, struggle with or more you noticed it in other people? Uh, yes, that's something that I had to go uh, through myself because when I was at school, um, about 14 or 15 years old, you always uh, uh, try to maybe look like those uh, girls on the some, I don't know, Instagram fancy pictures and you try to understand how to look like them uh, and you try to ask comments from other people, do I look okay? Do I look normal? And you don't actually understand that you always look okay. You're always, and you're always enough. 
that's what important. Um, so I had to deal it with myself. And after going to, U- to the USA, I've gained like a lot of weight. Well, not a lot, six or seven kilos, but still it was also something new, like a new experience for me. Um, and I had to accept myself after that. I had to work and I understood that in any way, uh, I can change it if I want or just accept myself and be happy. That's not, that shouldn't be something that I should be worried about. Thank you. And you were going to speak about the ecological situation as well as things you'd like to change and improve when it comes to the ecology. Yes. If to talk about ecology, I would say that it's um, not one of the prior goals that I set in in my life. But if to talk about my personal, uh, well, aspirations and desires to change uh, the um, situation in the world is that I'd like to take part uh, in the projects like World World's Largest Lesson this year, uh, which are connected with ecological topic. I'm also trying to recycle a lot, well, in the places where it's possible uh, in Ukraine um, and use some reusable stuff like uh, uh, shoppers or maybe even some shoes so are you into fashion a lot what do you think about the fashion of young ukrainians and the designers nowadays in ukraine if you're into that um, I wouldn't say that I'm really like a person who uh, follows all the fashion trends that exist in the world. Um, I'm the one who likes to um, express myself through what I wear, through how I look, because it helps me feel who I am, makes me feel uh, maybe maybe better sometimes. Um, so yeah, it's important uh, for me, uh, but I wouldn't say that it's a pri- priority. Thank you. And when it comes to experience... Do you believe that experience as an employee of a corporation is the right experience to become an entrepreneur? Um, I would say it's very individual uh, because uh, I think you have to have some experience before uh, starting something of your own. Well, that's preferable. But some people are clever enough to come up with an idea and then uh, pitch it maybe to some investors and and get everything going right away. It just depends on your plans and how you see how you see your, how you see yourself. If you think that uh, the experience working in the company will bring you some, um, well, maybe value, some new knowledge, then of course go for it. Uh, but if you don't think that's necessary, well, then you should maybe consider some other options. It's very individual, I think. Yes, and about poetry, do you write in multiple languages or only one? Um, actually, I write in Russian. I've tried to write in English when I was in the USA, but I just wrote the half of the poem and it just didn't go to the end, you know. Uh, so maybe it's more comfortable for me to write in Russian because I started doing it in Russian and right now I can get like more feedback from, uh, from the Russian audience. Yes. And what kind of things characterize your own poetry style Do you write about specific emotions often? Do you use specific images? Does it tend to be in a way that if people saw it or read it, they think, wow, this is a poem by Valeria we know? Or do you like to switch and change your style frequently? Um, I don't think that I change my style that much. Um, Well, actually, the the style that I can highlight is that it should have it should it should have um, a rhyme, uh, 
Um, but if to talk about like the number of words in a line or maybe some specific structure, I do not actually pay attention to it because it's not that important. The sense is more important and what I put in it, what kind of, um, what message I bring into the poetry, I would say. So it has to be touching. Of course, it has to bring some emotions in me within me so that I understand that people, other people can feel it too. So when I read a poem, for example, I understand, no, that's not what I want to say. I start writing from like, again, and when I feel like, yes, that's how I feel, that's what I want to say, then the poem is done. So it's all about feelings and emotions, which is perfect for this question. And during this pandemic, and you care a lot about mental health, a lot of people have been depressed, feeling like, they're stuck, the world is too big and it's crushing them, etc. What is your advice for someone who had their mental health not at all in optimal shape because of the pandemic in order to regain balance and get to a higher level? Um, I believe people um, have to try to understand uh, not to do something big, well, when we had like the borders open, we could do a lot of things. Uh, when we didn't have the mask regime, we could openly go to a lot of places and so on. Uh, but people have to understand that uh, the world is changing all the time. And without uh, adjustment, it would be difficult to um, face innovations, to start something new and to go further. Uh, so people have uh, to learn how to enjoy the simple things and to make also happiness out of it, like going for a walk somewhere, exploring your own country if you cannot go abroad, spending time with family or maybe even finding some um, people um, close to you that are not very far away. Um, so I think that's, uh, that's the advice. Start enjoying simple things in life. Thank you, Valeria. And if people wish to follow you to know more about any projects you're working on or any volunteer projects you'd like to promote, what are the right social media for that and i'll make sure to write them in the description um i think it's uh, instagram mostly because i use it a lot uh, facebook is, is possible but currently i'm not very active on my facebook page so i think instagram would be the perfect choice thank you valeria it was a pleasure and a really dynamic interview and i appreciate your time Thank you very much for your time. Also, it was the first time for me um, recording the podcast. And I'm again, I'm sorry for the inconvenience, but I'm happy that we managed it really fast with you. Um, and I hope that I also brought some new ideas into your project. I've heard how um, successful it has gotten so far. So I wish you good luck and you're doing a really, really great thing for the world. Thank you very much.